look at the clock here. Can he break 146? I cannot believe he's just run that time. I went out there to run fast to hopefully run a PB, but I mean 1.5 seconds off. Uh, I'm, I'm blown away. I tell you what, running around, I thought when I finish this run, I will be in England. I, I, I absolutely, I never dreamed this would ever happen. Hello, you're listening to the England Athletics Podcast. What a special moment it was, Max Bergen running an under-20 national record, the fastest 800m time by any Brit this year, and also a World Championships qualifying standard. Many special moments uh, to celebrate across the weekend at the England under-20 and under-23s. A whole host of athletes now heading to Sweden for the European uh, equivalent. Now, as well as recapping what happened in Bedford, you'll also hear from some athletes putting on an England vest for the first time later in life as part of our Masters 10K. But first, Max Bergen, 17 years old, a Halifax Harrier, the European Youth Champion last year. He stepped onto the track for the men's under-20 800m final. And in the intro, you had a glimpse of the excitement inside the commentary box. Here it is in its full glory. Patterson's doing his utmost behind him. It's all about Max Bergen. Look at the clock here. Can he break 146? He can! 13.9! I cannot believe he's just run that time. That is a new UK under 20 800 metre record. We said could he break the championship best performance. Well, he's smashed that by almost two seconds and he's taken three tenths off the UK record. Max Bergen, incredible. UK junior record, 1.5 seconds off your lifetime best. How do you describe what that means? Unbelievable, to be honest. I didn't see that coming at all. I just I went out there to run, to run fast, to hopefully run a PB, but I mean 1.5 seconds off. I'm blown away. Your granddad and your dad both involved in your coaching. I'm sure keeping your head on the ground, but you've been injured recently, so you might feel there's more to come as well. Just what is it like for your family planning this season when it's just going so well? It's very stressful for them, I'd imagine, but uh, hopefully very rewarding as well. I mean, I, I'm certainly feeling very, you know, the same way. Um, and I do think, yeah, hopefully there is there is more to come. We're still in early season yet, and I've, as you say, I just got back from injury, so yeah, hopefully more to come. You'll go to the European under-20s with great confidence, I'm sure. What will your hopes be? Um, just to run... To, to run similar to that, maybe faster, I don't know. I, but that gives me certainly a lot of confidence to those run for it. Yeah, definitely. Max, it's been brilliant to watch you. We wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. Well, Scott Eburn was the man you heard getting particularly excited in that bit of commentary. And I asked Scott what he thought about watching Max Bergen and what he thought of the weekend generally as a whole. I mean, what can you say about Max Bergen? 145.36, UK junior record holder. One of the best runs we've seen by a Brit in Britain for a very, very long time. I'm not sure there's anything else that hasn't already been said, but it was an unbelievable performance. You got a bit of a feeling something was special was happening when he went to the front after first bend and just pinned his ears back and was never, ever going to stop. I think it was incredible to watch and my my reaction at the end I think it was 
one of high excitement because it was just unbelievable. You don't see moments like that in the sport very often. And when you do, you've got to treasure them. And it is quite a natural reaction. I think the crowd uh, and everybody knew what such a special run that was. And I think it's a bit of a shout out to the uh, the bridesmaid in second place, then passes them because he's an incredible athlete, took two seconds off his personal best, came back to the 800 metres for 2019, 146.8 for him. I mean, that is unbelievable as a junior. You know, Max Bergen, what I really like about him as an athlete is that he's quite quite unique in his very composed and quite understated. And you get a lot of athletes these days that are on social media, but he's not quite like that. He's somebody that's very unassuming. And I think that's quite, quite likable. And I like the fact he just runs to the front. In terms of the weekend as a whole, we saw some great, great performances. There's a lot of battles, the women's. Uh, under 23, 800 metres, Riki and Baker going neck and neck on the line. What a big finish for Betty Baker that was. Uh, the under 23 men's 100 metre final where it was uh, Bromby taking on Ashwell. In the end, it was uh, Dom Ashwell that just managed to come out on top. Great to see those two training partners going toe to toe so often. That's what we want to see from our best sprinters. Um, we've also got the uh, under 23 men's 200 metres. Toby Howie's back from injury running a personal best. Shamar Boulders are from effectively nowhere running 20.6 to go and get his first GB uh, vest at a, at a championship. So there's great runs all around and, and great stuff on the field as well. You know, Lewis being winning the under 20 and under 23 men's throws. So yeah, unbelievable performances. And uh, I hope to, to be bear witness to a few more, uh, oh my God moments at future under 20 and under 23 championships. Scott Eben there, who's part of the commentary team, at the England Athletics Under-20 and Under-23 Championships. Well, let's recap some more reaction then, starting with Morgan Lake, who won the Under-23 Women's High Jump, and in doing so, won an incredible 30-second, 30-second, yes, England Age Group title, and that's more than anyone ever. The sunshine is out in Bedford, and you've won another age group England title. How do you feel? Yeah, I'm really happy. I mean, yeah, woke up this morning, I was like, okay, weather's good, um, time to jump high this weekend. So, yeah, I'm happy with the title. Not too happy with the height, but it's still a progression from how I jumped last week, and I think there's a few more things this week in training, but, yeah, I think the big jump's there. Well, you started the year with a terrific 197, and I got the feeling that you said, I can feel that jump within me. So I guess that's the sort of thing that high jumpers get confidence from. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, having that big jump at the beginning of the season makes me realise it is in there. It's just fine-tuning and training and com- competing as much as I can. So this is my second competition of the outdoor season. So, yeah, I feel like I just need a few more comps underneath my belt, and then the big one will come. Now, lastly, I heard the announcer in the stadium say that it's a record for any athlete to get to the amount of England age group titles that you've managed. That's extraordinary. What do you think of that? Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> oh, no, that's really cool. I think like the England Champs have always been a really big competition for me, indoor and out, and as I've grown up, and it's kind of helped me get into the sport. So, yeah, that's really cool. So that's Morgan Lake, who jumped 1m92 in Bedford, and uh, Katerina Johnson-Thompson, actually, has 30 titles with Morgan 32, both particularly impressive. Elsewhere in the under-23 men's 200-metre final, Shamar Boldazar came in as not necessarily the fastest athlete on paper, but he was the one in form, having set his lifetime best this year. At the end of the day, he came away with the gold medal and a PB, a European qualifying standard, and that means he's heading to his first major championships 
in the GB vest, as Scott mentioned. Everyone was going out strong. I felt like I had to push myself. As soon as they first started at the beginning, I was like, I got to motivate myself and I got to go. And then as soon as I hit that race, I just started flying and I just kept on going and I kept on moving. And I was just looking up going, please, I can do this. Can I do this? And I just gone through to the end and got my turn and I'm very happy with it. The all important thing, getting that standard. You had a PB this year of 20.81, but you beat the likes of the world junior champion. So you must be absolutely chuffed, particularly that the time was wind legal. I'm absolutely thrilled. I'm very happy. And I like to thank my team, my uh, support. I like to thank everyone who just helped me drive through to the end. They just made me get the time. I'm very happy with the time. Well, it was a similar story in the under-20 men's steeplechase. Another 17-year-old, this time Christian Imroth, without the standard coming in, but he knew if he really attacked the race, he could come away with a PB and a European qualifier. And that's what he did. Can't put it into words, really. Just, uh, yeah, I just felt amazing coming into the final three laps. Just really hit the gas and just went for it. I heard my coach screaming on the sidelines, so I just thought, let's go for it, let's see what happens. Now, you came into the race knowing that you were close to the standard, a couple of other athletes were also, so you were hoping that there would have been a reasonably fast-paced race in order to, to push each other or push yourself to get that standard. So how did that work out from your point of view? Oh, the, the race set off uh, too slow. It was a bit outside the qualifying time, but... My coach said, it's not there, we'll go for it a different time. And at that point, I picked it up and went for it. <laughs> just kind of ignored him, but just went for it. And I'm so happy I did in the end. Well, more reaction to come from Bedford later. But for now, let's hear from some of our Masters athletes putting on an England vest at the Great Birmingham 10K last month. Dean Hardman was there to watch it happen. It's only uh, nine o'clock in the morning. We've got more than an hour until the race starts. Runners are, are queuing up, ready to get their numbers on their England vest for the first time in many cases and getting ready for a, for a really great day of racing. So we're going to spend the day in the rain a little bit, listening to some of these stories and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy hearing them. So we're with Anne Chinoy from Sale Harriers, who, who's just finished the Great Birmingham 10K in, in an England vest for the first time. Anne, how have you enjoyed today? I've really enjoyed it. It's been such a fantastic experience to wear an England vest. Um, uh, I feel really proud wearing it and I've been really excited leading up to it. Um, and it's been my main focus goal. The race was great, but a lot hillier than, uh, than I was expecting. So I was slightly disappointed with my time, but um, I hopefully I did a little bit better in terms of position um, than, than I might have otherwise expected to. Um, but yeah, it was, it's been a great day and it's it's been a fantastic experience it's nice to meet lots of other runners um, of a sort of similar similar level or better that, that we can look up to and, and be together and it's been, been a great team atmosphere as well is it giving you any motivation to perhaps qualify for future teams yeah I might try have a go at the half marathon team I think maybe next year I think because there's a race next week isn't it so that's a little bit soon maybe but just a little yeah, bit a little bit soon so next year perhaps that'll be my goal the half marathon and in terms of the build-up to the race and the uh, difference maybe running for England made to your training did it did it have any impact or was it sort of business it, as usual? Uh, no, it's made me quite focused. I do get a lot of injuries. Um, I started running quite late when I was 40, so I, I am prone to injuries. It's made me be a little bit smarter. When I felt niggles coming on, I've, I've had a bit of a pain in my foot, but I've been doing a lot of training on grass. Whereas normally I'd have just kept going, kept going. So it's made me be, you know, be, be a little bit more cautious, be a little bit more sensible, and to, to make sure you know I got to the start line in one piece. Um, so yeah, it's been fantastic. Well, look, I'm really pleased you enjoyed it. It's obviously the reason why we do this to give people those kind of experiences and that motivation so well done and hopefully we'll see you again in an England vest next year. So we're here with Lindsay Pulley after the race. Lindsay's in our M80 category so you're over 80 years old. We think that might have been a PB today. 
If it is, and I hope it is, um, it will be pretty close to my Chester 10k time. As you suggested, it's a bit of a tougher course here, mm. I think. You know. And running for England today, how's the experience been? How, how have you enjoyed being part of this team? <laughs> I tell you what, running around, I thought, when I finish this run, I will be in England. I, I, absolutely. I never dreamed this would ever happen. I could not... I could not imagine it ever happening. I'm absolutely delighted. Well, that's, that's obviously <laughs> exactly why we tried to introduce this programme. It's, fa- it's fantastic to hear. Yeah. Um, how did it affect your training in the build-up? And did, was, that, was that the same as normal, or did it give you a little bit of extra motivation? It definitely gave me extra motivation. I'm in, in this uh, super running club called Cliburn Mortimer Running Club. Right. And they have uh, some super coaches. And I think they help to improve my pace, even at this age. Yeah. And I looked more closely at my diet... So yes, it, it, getting called up for this, qualifying for this, which was a massive surprise, getting called up for this at Chester 10, okay, um, and since then, uh, I've definitely, my fitness levels, I'm doing alternative training, I'm doing some weightlifting, I, I, I've just transformed, actually. Yeah. Fantastic, and what, what are your plans for the future now in terms of other 10Ks? Uh, is, is 10K the furthest you tend to race, or do you like well, going a bit further? In, in the past, uh, I've been running for a long time, because I ran in the 1982 London Marathon. So these days, I tend not to want to run the longer distances, so I may not go beyond 10K, but I'm certainly looking for another 10K, and to qualify <laughs> for England again. I think you've got every chance of that, Lindsay. Well done today, and it's great to hear that you enjoyed it so much. Thank you very much. So we're here just uh, as everybody's sort of dispersed with Fiona Matheson, who was our first finisher in the England versus the Celtic Nations Challenge in the female 55 category. Yeah. Uh, have you enjoyed today, Fiona? I've really enjoyed today. Um, what an event. I just wish there had been more Scottish people in here uh, today. Um, me and my husband uh, came for the event and a very well-organised event and it's something I definitely would do again. So we award medals to each age group winner um, for men and women and I think I'm right in saying you were our only non-English winner today is that right? Yes that is right. Your message to other Scottish athletes who might want to be part of the Celtic Nations team would be? Please come and give it a try Uh, definitely me and my husband Grant will go back and tell some of the other runners of this event and the other events that are coming up. So here's Paul Evans, 208 marathon runner and uh, coach to this England Masters team today. Paul, this is your first experience of one of these Masters team events. How have you found it? It is. It's been fantastic. It's been a real eye-opener. It's been really good. Uh, and then you can see all the runners are really appreciative of what's, you know, having the Masters championships. And yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Has it tempted you to get the, get the trainers back on and, and get out there competing? It probably has, actually. You know, I'm sort of thinking... Yeah, do you know what? <laughs> it's made me feel quite lazy, actually, so I need to get out there and get my shoes on again. We obviously speak to plenty of the athletes running this event, ranging from 35 up to 80-plus. Have you have you spoken to anyone? What are, the, what are the highlights, if you like, for yourself? The highlights for me, well, I just saw two of the guys come in at 80-plus, and they're fantastic, and one of them was interviewed. He's been running for 70 years, and uh, he looks good on it. Well, look, we really appreciate your efforts as a coach here today, and uh, thanks for joining us, and hopefully we'll see you again. Oh, thanks for having me. Great. So we're back at the Event Village with Myra Nimmo, Chair of England Athletics. Myra, this is your first experience of one of these England Age Group Masters uh, events. How have you found it today? Hugely motivating, and I feel quite shameful that I wasn't out there. Um, we'd never make the vest, but I could have at least taken part. I think the, 
inspiration to anyone standing watching these is absolutely outstanding. Well done to absolutely everybody who has taken part. The turnout from England was absolutely wonderful. With the different age groups coming through was, as I say, could it only be inspiring to everyone. Well, absolutely brilliant to hear from some of our 10k runners, many of them putting on an England vest for the first time. Just the elation in Lindsay Pulley's voice where he said, I didn't imagine anything like this could happen is quite inspiring, really. And to get into that 10k, there were qualifying events in Telford, Chichester and Chester. And if that does motivate you to get involved, then uh, do have a look on the England Athletics website and you'll find details about the Masters programme. A little bit more reaction then to come from Bedford in the under-20 women's 400m final. Amber Anning, again, in her first year as an under-20, she's already the British senior indoor silver medalist. She's already won a medal as part of the relay squad at the European indoors. Uh, So she came in as the favourite, and she managed a lifetime best in winning the gold medal. Harrison's finishing pretty quickly, but it's all about Amber Anning. Let's have a look at the timing. This is going to be pretty quick. Will she be inside 53 again? She's going to be well inside 53 seconds. 52-55. Another personal best for Amber Anning. Takes nearly a second off the championship best. It was it was okay, thank you. No, I didn't. My head was a bit all over the place at the beginning. I was very nervous, um, but I'm surprised I didn't expect to run that fast. I just wanted to come for the win to get the auto qualification. But no, I'm ecstatic. It's been. I, mean, I wanted to just build on my indoor season, so you know, I'm, I'm so glad of how the race went today. Amber Anning there, who's uh, also on her way to Sweden as part of the Great Britain team, and with that, both junior and masters athletes delighted with getting international call-ups. So I hope listening to this podcast has uh, been uplifting, certainly had a positive tone, and long may that continue. Of course, on the England Athletics website, you can find links to watch back some of the action, a full report, and links to results as well. For now, though, thanks for tuning in, and goodbye.